Good morning, my brothers and sisters. It is episode 55 of Be With Me, and we have been through the rather brutal crucifixion of Jesus. And uh, I'm going to title today that awe isn't enough. And I'm so glad that you're here, and I'm so glad that you are entering this podcast, Be With Me, Seven Minutes of Biblical Wonder, which is kind of the same thing as awe. And it's a great place to start. But we want to go a little bit further. We want to go towards belief. So Jesus gets crucified, and there are people, specifically we're going to look at the centurion today, who respond in faith to watching Jesus die. So let's pick up the story with the last few minutes, seconds of Jesus' life. And Jesus cried out again with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. We know he cried out uh Eloi, Eloi, I can't pronounce it, it's an Aramaic, but it is finished is what he's saying. So this is from Matthew 27, and we're going to start in verse 51. And behold, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, and the earth shook, and the rocks were split. The tombs were opened, and many bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were raised. And coming out of the tombs after his resurrection... Uh, they went into this holy city and peered to many. So that's going to happen in a couple days. All right, verse 54. This is the one I wanted to concentrate on today. The centurion. When the centurion and those who were with him, keeping watch over Jesus, saw the earthquake and what it took place, all the other stuff, they were filled with awe and said, truly, this was the Son of God. There were also many w- women there looking on from a distance who had followed Jesus from ex- from Galilee, ministering to him, among whom were Mary Magdalene, our big resurrection her- hero, Mary the mother of James and Joseph, and the mother of the sons of Zebedee. So thinking of the centurion, just a few minutes ago when they crucified him, they sat down and kept watch over him there. That was, That's in Matthew 27 as well. And then later on, we find out that they had stood up and we're mocking Jesus. And then finally, as, as we get to the, to the very end here, we find in Mark, uh, and when the centurion who stood facing him saw that in this way he breathed his last, he said, truly, this man was the Son of God. And in Luke, after darkness covered the land and the sun's light fade, faded Then Jesus, crawling out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. Now the centurion, who who saw what had taken place, he praised God, saying, certainly this man was innocent. So we have the centurion here, who's not an innocent bystander, was a participant. So what did he see? So he sees Jesus take care of his mother, and sort of give her to to John the disciple. We saw he saw the the centurion saw Jesus forgive his tormentors, which probably included himself since he was the guy in charge. And he saw if he was involved in the procession to the cross, he saw that Jesus encourage the daughters of Jerusalem. And whatever happened with the father, whether the the father withdrew himself or was very present with Jesus in a 
present way, he didn't have to debate that because he saw it. He, he, he knew it. And then most importantly, I think, is he saw how Jesus suffered. So 1 Peter chapter 2 talks about that. He did not revile when he was reviled. And he was an experienced crucifixion guy, very, like, very likely. And Jesus here is leaving his followers an example about how you suffer. And when he suffered, he didn't threaten it, but he continued to entrust himself to the Father. So he was a careful observer. In fact, Mark says it, he said he stood facing Jesus. So we have uh, in a lot of our pictures, Jesus very, very high up on a cross, but likely he was only a couple feet off the ground because uh, it doesn't matter how far you are off the ground. Uh, and when he stood facing him, he was almost face to face with Jesus, maybe just a like a super tall guy, like he, somebody from the NBA, you'd stand facing uh, face to face with them. But I like what the I like what the centurion does. He stood face to face. He was an observer, and he was an observer of like it says in Matthew here about what took place. So there was some natural stuff. So he sees the sun sun's light fail. He sees the earthquake. He sees the earth shook. He sees that rocks are split. Um, he doesn't probably see yet that bodies are raised. This is a very local event for them. But most importantly, I think he sees Jesus and appreciates the way that he's different than all the other people that he's tortured, all the other people that he's crucified. I think he sees the love of Jesus. So the centurion keeping watch and in some way is responsible, starts with awe. And I appreciate that. So that's where I wanted to go today is that awe is a great place to start, but don't end there. Let's expand from there. Let's keep going. Let's be responsible for the wonders that God give us, whether it's earthquakes or aspects of love or nature, creation. So finally, Let's use the data that we have, get face-to-face with Jesus, and then think about him and move on from awe and be able to proclaim, truly, this is the Son of God. Thank you so much for in, for listening. I appreciate you guys sticking with the unpalatable aspects of the crucifixion, and now we're going to get to the resurrection here soon. So I'll see you tomorrow.